welcome to What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. I am Luke Owen. And Adrian, I did it. Dan Layton. <laughs> I thought you were just going to introduce yourself as the face of 4DX, Dan Layton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that as well. Um, yeah, just behind us, there's a little screen showing my uh, 4DX ad. Because we are here in Cineworld in London's glorious Leicester Square. The glittering Leicester Square, the home of Premier, the home I would say. Oh, the Queen's been here. The Queen's been here. Lots of people have been here. We've had lots the of Rock's them. been here. Has he really? I was I was standing here. We did the premiere for Rampage, and I nearly got a chance to interview The Rock, but then he was too busy walk past. Uh, his neck is massive. <laughs> We've got actually quite a lot of stars coming down here because this month of March is packed with movies. Oh, it is a stacked month. I mean, do you know what, Dan? Let's let's just get to it. Should we go and talk about some movies? I insist that we do. <laughs> okay, well, I want a snack first. Would you not? Well, yeah, let's go get some popcorn now. I need my nacho cheese. Dan, I brought you downstairs to the wonderful 40X screening. It's very cozy in here, I like it. Although I, I don't think they're gonna turn it on at any point. But it would be a laugh if they did. It would be. I'd have a good time. Actually, do you know what, before we start. Mm -hmm. You gotta get your yellow in. Mm. Oh, it's so good. Dan, it's the best thing in the world. Yes. Mm. <laughs> oh, Dan, honestly. Yes. So anyway, Creed 3. Yeah, let's talk about it. Creed 3 is this week's big release. Yes. I'm super excited about this. Yeah, I went to the pictures recently, and uh, while I was waiting for the film to start, there was, the trailer came up for Creed 3, and the couple behind me, the lady went, oh, now that does look good, doesn't it? And I was like, do you know what? Yeah, it does. And I'm very excited. And that kind of audience response makes me excited for a film. We're in Jonathan Majors mode at the moment, aren't big we? Time, big time. Oh, bi we're in Jonathan Majors mode for the next five years. <laughs> He's going to own cinema. Basically. For the next five years. Yeah. So I loved Creed. Yes. I'm a Rocky fan anyway. Well. So this was a wonderful continuation mm. of that legacy. Mm -hmm. And then Creed 2, I was like, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. We're really going for this now. Creed has become its own franchise within a franchise. Well, it's, 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 it's playing on the well-known theme while also giving you a completely fresh story and experience from a, a different perspective, different eyes. Um, and I think that the, the team at this point are so sure of what they're doing. The cast is obviously incredible. Um, and you have, for me, Michael B. Jordan is, is an actor of just such stature. Um, what he did in Black Panther, I always go back to, was, was nigh on Shakespearean for me at certain moments. So to have that in this kind of this movie, uh, this kind of franchise is very exciting. But it's not the only movie that's out this week. We've also got Broker is oh, this yes. week's other release. Yes, and I think this one is very uh, interesting, very exciting, and I'm glad that it's getting its release. It's getting that chatter <laughs> mm. that I always find to be very exciting about movies. Because, you know, I, I think we are used to your big releases, yeah. your big tentpole releases. The films that obviously get me really, really excited are the ones that have chatter about them. Yeah, and I think it's 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 a this is a great month for chatter because I think there's a lot of you know your blockbusters, your big tentpole movies, and the sort of little movies that could mm -hmm. um, that have <laughs> uh, that same kind of energy about them. But jumping back to Creed mm. for just one second, if I may. Oh, please, I, I insist that you do. No, I mean, and you and I could talk about the movie and I could talk about it at length. Mm. But why listen to me talk about it when you can hear from the stars of the movie, Tessa Thompson and Jonathan Majors. It's a Jonathan Majors moment. It's Jonathan Majors world and we just live in it. What did you think of the IMAX auditorium itself after attending the European premiere of Creed 3 at Cineworld Leicester Square? I uh, felt like we were walking into a castle. I don't know. It was incredible. Um, the uh, the size of it, the the scale of it. You know, it was so I mean, top of the top shelf. You know, the whole the whole uh, the whole thing. The facilities were mind blowing. 
And uh, I was very honored that, you know, a movie I was in was going to be in that space. I think because we've been making these films over eight years, so so much of what happens in my life sometimes mirrors what happens in hers. And I, I don't know, I also have, you know, they, they invite me into the process of really co-authoring her journey. So I think some of the things that I'm wrestling with or thinking about become things that also Bianca is too. Like for example, I started a production company a couple of years ago and have been producing film and television in the context of things that I'm not in. And Bianca has also begun producing other artists in earnest and, and isn't just focused on her own musical expression. I know you are always excited by Oscar season. <laughs> I love Oscar season. Yeah. I've already planned my Oscars party. Have you? Yes, I have. Is yes. my invite in the post? Oh yeah. Just you wait. <laughs> you better get your finery ready. Oh uh, well, I mean, I, I try my best. But it's you know, it's it's a, we don't we don't phone it in. This is an all night session. So if you're ready for that, then if you want to get ready for your own Oscars party and maybe you just miss them because it, it happens. It ha Can I make a confession? There are some that I've missed. Yeah, we're all busy people. So yeah. sometimes we don't get to see all of the movies mm -hmm. that the Oscars are saying these are the best movies of the year. Yeah. But we at Cineworld have your back because from March 6th, for one week only, we're going to be showing some of the best movies as voted for by the Oscars. Mm -hmm. It's a good array of films yeah. as well that we're showing. For just five pounds That is tickets. a bargain. It is a bargain, right? For these incredible films. And I think it's a really good roster this year anyway. When you look across all of the categories, there's an amazing mix of, you know, some of the biggest movies of the year, like Top Gun Maverick, some really interesting smaller movies like Women Talking, um, and the ones that we have on show, can you give us the list? I sure can. Please. Let, let me count the ways. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Elvis, The Fablemans, The Banshees of Inisherin, After Sun, and Tar. That is such a fun roster of movies. It goes across the complete spectrum of what films can be, can do. Um, I have seen them all, bar After Sun. So I'm very excited. Well, I'm going to book my tickets immediately. That was going to be my question. Do you have mm. a recommendation for this? Because I know which one I think I would recommend people go and see. What's that? Everything Everywhere All yeah. At Once. Because it is such a good, it's a great movie. And it, and it, was, it was a film that uh, just captured the imaginations of so many people. You know, there are people who have been to see it multiple times. Um, and, it's, and it's, you just have to look at a pair of googly eyes or some hot dog fingers and you know exactly what we're talking about. It really captured people in that way. I, I genuinely think all of these could be a My personal pick, my favorite film of all of, my, my best picture, if you will, is The Banshees of the Sharon. I had such an amazing time seeing it. I thought it was a really well acted, really funny, kind of cerebral film at certain points, a beautiful, picture like it just looked gorgeous absolutely adored it tar is a fascinating exploration of creativity and of genius and the toxicity of that kind of genius with a stunning central performance from kate blanchett uh what else we got? oh elvis elvis lavish rich again say, you want to talk about visual and you want to talk about central performances that austin butler performance is unbelievable and i'm someone who i i wouldn't have necessarily classified myself as an elvis fan but since i saw it i'm thinking about elvis basically non-stop the fablemans is steven spielberg at is absolute best. And then, yeah, I haven't seen After Sun, so I'm going to have to tick that one off my list. Well, I'm going to, I hear what you're saying. Please. But I'm going to raise you to everything, everywhere, all at once, which okay. is my best picture. Yeah. With just these simple words googly eyes on rocks. 
I can't fight that. I can't fight it. Released on March 10th, can you believe Adam Driver versus Dinosaurs in yeah. 65? This is a film that has happened, that it's come out, <laughs> and I've just been like, I'm sorry, why did no one tell me there was this movie happening? I didn't realise, and now it's all I can think about, and I can't wait to see it. All of a sudden, I was just sat there at my desk working, and I'm, you know, I've got my little Twitter feed up, yeah. and there's like, oh yeah, by the way, there's a movie coming out with Adam Driver versus Dinosaurs. Honestly. I'm so excited, and do you know what? Here's my big. I don't know much about the movie outside of like it is Adam Driver versus dinosaurs. Mm. I wonder if it's like a Planet of the Apes scenario. <gasps> I genuinely have no idea. And this this is this is gonna fill that kind of spot. Do you remember last year how excited I was for Moonfall? This is filling that spot oh, for me. Oh yes. Where I'm like, I don't really know what's going on, but I am here. So info. I'm having it. that with Cocaine Bear as well. Oh yeah. Big time. I've no idea what's oh, coming. Cocaine Bear was so good. Almost the most fun part of it is when you sit down and the lights go down and you have no idea what's coming and then a film just happens at you and you feel the way you've... I'm in. One half of the Farrelly brothers is returning to the big screen with Woody Harrelson and Champions. We've got an unlimited screening of that on March 6th. However, also out on March 10th. I'm so excited. Yeah, this is a big one for you. I'm going to let you have this moment because... Scream 6 yeah. is on the big screen. Scree IVI. Dan... I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, okay, I'm a man of a certain age. So, <laughs> didn't want to say it. So, Scream is a very important franchise yeah. to me. Mm. I was a teenager when the first movie came out. So, it was like a, it was a forbidden movie for us to watch yeah. as, as teenagers. And I've grown up and I've grown up and I've grown up. And this, this franchise has stuck with us. And so, I've gone through the original trilogy. Then I got the remake. Mm. In four, I, I, I'm, I've said this before on the show. I will defend Scream Four to the day I die. Well, that's a reform. It's a reform, yes. Yeah. And then, as was not called Five Cream, mm -hmm. we had a problem with this until until we saw the movie yeah. and realised why Scream Five. We'll just call it Scream Five, but Scream, I adored. I thought it was so great, mm -hmm. and that movie has made me now so, so, so excited for another entry into the Scream franchise, particularly because it's set in New York City, which is one of my favorite places on Earth. It never sleeps, Luke. It's a wonderful, wonderful city, which it's means- so nice they named it twice. Which means it's gonna have a Friday the 13th part eight, Jason Takes Manhattan. Dan, is this where I insist that you show us the tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to show you my tattoo. That's a shame. Luke has a tattoo of Jason. I'm not going to pull my pants down, Dad. I'm just <laughs> no, going to. No, it's on your shoulder. No. <laughs> it's on my arm. That counts. It's, uh, it's, it gets close to my shoulder, I guess. If you worked out, maybe it would have been up there. But I'm, I'm going to say a joke now. Oh, go on. That is only going to land with a small portion of this audience that will really understand. But will those people pop real hard? Oh, uh, yeah. I hope three quarters of it is set on a boat. I'm leaving a space there for the people to have their response. They, I don't they, get it. They won't have finished laughing yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's that I, good of a joke. Here's the thing about Scream. From the very first movie, it is a, a, a franchise that does parody and pastiche so well. And I think the best films that are in that sort of milieu, if you will, are the ones who understand, you know, Scream stands on its own as a horror movie while also doing that brilliant job of pastiching the genre as a whole. And it has continued to do that ever since. And we did the jokes about Five Cream. And then as when you explained to me the reasons why, I don't really do scary movies because I'm uh, weak. You're a scaredy so cat. I'm a big scaredy cat. So I have you tell me what happens in them. Um, and when you were telling me what went on in in, uh, in Scream 5, Scream, I, I was like, ah, oh, 
<laughs> this is so clever and good. Yeah. I'm going to have to open every curtain, have someone on speed dial, make sure there are no loud noises, nothing falls over. Well, you don't want anyone calling you. That's terrifying. Turn my phone in a screen movie. That's yeah. true. That's true. I should, I should do that. Because I need to see him. Because you need to be ready for Scream 6. I do. I do. Get ready it for Scream 6. It sounds great. Man. Oh, it's going to be and so, And I love so New York as well. It's also, it's our first Scream movie without David Arquette and without Nev Campbell. No. Yeah. But we have... Um, Got Courtney Cox still. And Hayden Panettiere. Yeah. Is, She's is, coming back. Yeah. Uh, Courtney and Jenny Cox. Ortega. <gasps> Uh, Courtney Cox in New York. I wonder if they'll do a little moment where Courtney oh, Cox goes like towards past like Central Perk oh, or yeah, something. Yeah, well, past yeah. the coffee shop. She's got a coffee in her hand and it's like a logo. <laughs> and they could do something with it. Go on, you know you want to do. Now, Dan, we were just talking about Scream 6. We're still on at the moment. In Screen X is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Yes, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania is the perfect film to see in Screen X. You are subsumed by the quantum realm. So seeing it in that full 270 degree field of vision is exactly the way you want to see this film. And if you're still confused about the way Screen X might work, well, lucky for you, we have the stars of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. They're a lot. They're going to tell you all about it. It's amazing. Yeah, you feel as much as you're looking at the screen, you're you're consumed with watching at the corner of your eyes. What else is going on? Turn it off now. Hey, that's cool. Where the beam shot to the side. I don't mess with Kang. Pretty impressive. Wow. So why isn't our premiere at uh, Screen X? That'd be cool. I want to see it like that. Moving into March 17th, mm -hmm. and perhaps the big release that week, although I will argue Pearl is the film I'm most excited for that week. We've got a limited screening of that. We have. You're absolutely yeah. right. We'll talk about that momentarily. Yeah. Don't jump the gun. I'm sorry. I'm just so excited. <laughs> March, <laughs> but we have got Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Shazam. At last, it's here. This is a movie we've been waiting for years yeah. now because Warner Brothers had it and then they delayed it and delayed it and delayed it. It's finally mm -hmm. arriving on the big screen and I'm so excited for it because for my money, Shazam was one of my favorites of that DCEU era that they did. Like I, I really enjoyed Wonder Woman. I thought Wonder Woman was awesome. Mm -hmm. But the movie I wanted to talk to people about and I kept talking to people about was Shazam. Which again was sort of like a side a side choice, wasn't it? Like a sideways yeah. a sideways option because the DCEU was so grand and so um you know so much about the there was almost a grittiness to it and a dark, very stylistic in that way. Shazam was the sort of light stepbrother yeah. almost kind of thing. Very much so because yeah. it was a movie that was I, obviously, because it's about a child, a kid who turns into a superhero, mm. it had real childlike wonder yeah. to it. And um, it's when um, Captain America: The First Avenger came out, mm. people said like, "Oh, it's evocative of a movie style that doesn't really get made anymore." It had this real like '90s Rocketeer esque feel yeah. to it. And I had this with Shazam, the first one, a real like. 80s Spielberg kids movie mm. thing to it. You know, it's a, it's a kids movie that's exciting because it's also quite action packed. Mm. And Shazam Fury of the Gods has got the exact same atmosphere and feel to it, mm. but it's now on a much larger scale. And they've added new people to the cast. Rachel Zegler uh, is someone who I 
Uh, so I, <laughs> so you I'm do invested. keep saying my every, friend Rachel every time we've talked about Shazam, you've gone like, oh yeah, my friend's in that. <laughs> she follows me on Twitter. I've never met in real life, but like you know, she's in it. She's she. I mean, she's brilliant. I'm not denying she's a brilliant she, actor. She is in it. Yeah. Um, Helen Mirren there. Yes. Oh, it's good. Every, like, I'm so excited. Helen for this Mirren movie. doesn't follow me on Twitter yet. <laughs> that I know of. Maybe <laughs> she's got a burner account. Secretly a big fan. I've got a dream big, Dan. <laughs> but I'm, uh, yeah, this is, I'm so, so excited mm. for this movie. We've got a lot of big superhero movies out this year. Obviously, we've had Ant-Man and the Wasp, yeah. Mania. We've got Guardians this on, the, on way. the way. Guardians is on the way, absolutely. There's, there's something, I don't know, this, this, this is fun. This, this seems fun yeah. to me. I'm very excited for it. I, have a, I had a good time with number one. And I'm looking forward to this one very much. We saw the trailer for this in 4DX. Mm. We get, yeah, we get special privileges from wow. down here. You know, they love us here. And so we got to watch it and it was like, a, oh, that was that was really fun. Mm, and it's yeah. got me really, really excited for the movie now. Colourful, bright, the whole shebang. The whole Shazam. <gasps> Daniel Layton. We find our way to it, don't that's, we? That's the line of the day. We done limited screening for this on the 13th of March. Mm -hmm. Pearl. Tell me about Pearl, because I don't know too much about it. But again, I think I saw a poster for it upstairs we and did. I went, there's a Luke movie. <laughs> <laughs> and you would be absolutely right. Anytime there's a big horror movie that comes out, um, you know, I talked about Scream 6 earlier, yeah. but these are the sort of horror movies that really, you know, get you their nails mm -hmm. into you and drag you into the cinema screen, get you into your chair and then just stay with you for ages afterwards mm -hmm. as well. A lot of people are calling this like a masterpiece of the genre. Oh, goodness. And I am super duper excited for this. I think, Dan, you might be a bit, a bit scared because I think it might be a bit scary. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll I, go, I'll, I'll hold your hand while we watch it. I know. had a bad dream last night and it's still shaking me a little bit. <laughs> so like... On March 7th, we got an unlimited screening of Alleluia before its official release on March 17th. And you can go and see that as part of your March to the Movies. March to the movies. You see what march, we've done there? March, because it's the month of March. But you also can march to the movies. I think it's brilliant. Released on March 24th, we have Infinity Pool and 80 for Brady with a preview on Sunday the 19th of March. And I believe, Dan, you're very excited about this one. You, you believe that because when you said it, I bashed you and said, oh, I'm really excited for this one. Um, so this is a movie where you have, I mean, first of all, get into this for a lineup. Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, okay. Sally Fields, <gasps> and Rita Marino, and they all go to the Super Bowl to see. I think it's the Super Bowl anyway. It's American football. I don't. Do I look like sports? That's that's my secret. I actually do know sports. Yeah. But they're going. They like Tom Brady. That's the Brady of the title. Oh. Um, but I am a fan of. First of all, I'm a fan of comedy. Second of all, I'm a fan of Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. They're a great. Double act oh, as well. Yeah, and they really leaned into it like right the way back with with uh, nine to five all the way through. Um, to Grace and Frankie, their show together. They're a brilliant screen pairing. You add in Rita Mourinho and Sally Field, absolutely fantastic. They actually did a special um, collaboration with Trixie Mattel, who's a drag queen I really like. Um, that just made me so excited for their dynamic as a four. Um, and I saw the trailer for the movie during the Super Bowl, and I thought it was so. Just, I was like, yeah, I'm all in for this, and this looks like a good time. Like, you go to the pictures and have a laugh. That's, and I'll bring that jolliness from the from the pictures 
out to the world. Well, that's the magic of cinema. Yes, it's kind of the magic. I think that's actually the magic of this month of March because you have got like that whole breadth oh my of gosh, options so, in there. That's it. We're talking about. We've got we, you've got your big your big horror movies like Scream. You've got your big sort of out there films like Sixty Five. You've got uh, Shazam: Fury of the Gods. If you want a big superhero comic book, Smashy Bashy. And then you've got Eighty for Brady. Why not? And then if you want to get all action all the time, John Wick. Chapter Four. Oh my goodness, is out. Do you remember when the first John Wick came out? How refreshing that was. Oh yeah. And how it's managed to sustain itself this whole time. Keanu Reeves, man. And every single time, and that was almost the start of like the Keanu Renaissance. Since Keanu re rebirth. You'll get there one day. <laughs> no, they're not all gold. I mean, sometimes you just have to throw them out and see what sticks. I have been ringing the bell. Like I feel like yeah. I'm, I'm the guy. Like I've been ringing the bell for Keanu Reeves. Like all throughout the '90s and the 2000s, I was ringing the bell for yes. him, even when people were making fun of me for it. I was also the person ringing the bell for Brendan Fraser throughout the oh '90s and goodness. the 2000s when and nobody ain't that else was. True. And ain't that coming back? Yeah, now. big time. But yeah, John, you're right. John Wick was like the start of that Keanu Reeves renaissance, mm. and he has become this franchise and he loves this character he yeah loves being this character and being in this grand world that they've all created now with each movie it just gets bigger and it gets wilder mm. and the action becomes just like mind-blowing john wick is something that i again it's again knowing that you're going to go to the movies and have a have a really fun trip to the pictures so this movie is out on march 24th yep. but if you're really really desperate and I am, March 23rd, we do have a preview screening of it, so you oh, can hello. go and see it a bit early. Yeah, just, just get your extra 24 hours in, then you can go see it again on the day of release. <laughs> and then lastly, can you believe it, the month isn't over yet, because on March 31st, the release of Mummies, great for kids, Yeah. and Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. When I tell you I'm really excited for this film, we've done trailer reactions, we've done discussions about this early on, I'm so ready for this film. Yeah. I, I did not. So I started playing Dungeons and Dragons during the, the lockdown. Um, and I didn't know that I was going to have that much fun. I love a fantasy film, even things like Onward, you know, the Disney movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I have delved more and more. Game of Thrones was very much my, my gateway into the fantasy world. And I've started to really find myself very enamored of the kind of creativity and uh, character work that goes into just any average game or session of D&D. To see that in a movie now, I can't imagine the people who have loved this game and this, this, this community for so, for so many years finally getting something like this, something that seems to be made with a labor of love. And do you know Hollywood is littered with D&D? &D Absolutely, groups? yeah. Henry yeah. Cavill yeah. is a big D&D &D head. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like we're all... Everyone's a nerd at heart. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm a 5e player and have been for a number of years mm -hmm. now. And I, like me and my friends love getting together to play these games. So I, we've got a campaign now that's been going for years and years. And years. What's your character? Give me the class. Uh, so I'm a uh, human monk. Lovely. I'm a dragonborn rogue. Oh, I love a dragonborn. My friend was um, uh, a dragonborn, um, but he fell in lava. So he had to become a new character. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a double crit yeah. fail. I also have a uh, an elven um, druid that I'm hatching who is named after the Welsh word for litter because it's one of the most beautiful words I've ever... Spuriel. Oh! Spuriel. I'm learning Welsh. <laughs> it's taking a while. But this film, Chris Pine, Hugh Grant, 
It's got Rodriguez. quite a cast to yeah. it. I'm, I'm dead excited for this. I didn't get to do the trailer reaction for this. It was you oh, and Laurie, Laurie that got to go. do it. Laurie was excited, man. It was Laurie's so a big D&D yeah. player. So yeah, we, we're all very, very keen, very keen for this movie in the office. So finally, it's here on the big screen mm. and I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Because it looks, again, it's the, the world building element of it. We're getting that a lot. We had that with Ant-Man Quantumania. We had that with Shazam. Just being surrounded by these things. And when, when you are someone who has, has played D&D and created these characters and you buy into the, when your mate falls in lava it's devastating because you've created the characters so there's a level of investment that i i'm, I'm so looking forward to seeing rewarded yes in this film. yeah how the filmmakers have taken that investment that mm. you have as players and how they translate that to a film 100 you know, i can't yeah. wait we also have an unlimited screening of rye lane on march 15th however oh. on march 11th hello can i get you excited well uh, you can try well that, how's this for size we have a secret unlimited screening. Now that is exciting. The secret unlimited screenings always are a good time because you know you don't really know until you're there. Dan, you know how you know how good my contacts are. Oh yeah, here at Leicester mm -hmm. Square. Oh yeah, it's it's huge. Yeah. It's I mean, all them. over the city of London. They're not telling me anything. No, I've asked. Yeah, I've asked and I've asked and they will not tell me. I, I think that much of a secret. They should they should keep a secret. That's the fun. So I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna be sitting here waiting to see what the film is. We have an autism-friendly screening of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania on March 5th. The Met Opera live in HD 2023. Lohengrin on Saturday the 18th at 4pm. And the Royal Opera House 2023 live performance of Tarando on Wednesday the 22nd. Not only that, we have Louis Tomlinson's All of Those Voices on Wednesday the 22nd and Saturday the 25th. And the National Live Event Cinema for the Life of Pi on Thursday the 13th of March. And Best of Enemies on Thursday the 18th of May. But Dan, I'm afraid that's all we've got time for today and we must leave this glorious venue. I might stick around. I've got my limited card. I'm not got anything else on. Oh, so that's a good there's idea, a lot actually, of films yeah. out this month. But I'm, I've got to go, oh, so okay. unfortunately. But you know, we'll always have the memories. So there's that at the very least. Is that a quote from the film? No, it's just, no, just being nice. I. And if you also like this and you'd like to hear more of it, we do have a podcast version of the show available on all good, bad and ugly podcast streams. And if you want to check out any of the movies that we've discussed today, you can click links in the video description down below where we've got all of the movies where you can buy tickets and go and see the great movies in March at your local Cineworld Cinema. But until then, I have been Luke Owen. And people being nice to me throws me off. Dan Lane. And that's what's on. Mm -hmm.